And welcome Jackie Moody McNamara from Turn the Key. Thank you so much for giving us your time to be on Hospitality Talks today. Um, for those of you, uh, for those people listening and, and watching who possibly don't know who you are and what you do, could you just give us a brief introduction, please? Yeah, I thought it would be helpful just to give a little bit of background, because a bit like you, Katie, I wear quite a few hats. Um, so I am the Managing Director for Turn the Key, and we're a purposeful learning and development consultancy. Um, I mainly focus on coaching, mentoring, I've undertaken some research. I do lots of one-to-one um, -one and sort of group type training and, and sort of development. And then also I do quite a lot of work around strategy development with clients. And we're purposeful because 25% um, of the work that I do is either on a voluntary basis or sponsorship basis for those that I work with, which basically means I don't bill for that for that time. And I work with individuals, teams and businesses and focus on creating a bit of momentum and trying to help them unlock, I guess, their potential really. But I also do as an ambassador for women in hospitality, travel and leisure, Plan B volunteer mentoring programme. And more recently, which is very timely, uh, been appointed as a non-exec director for the BIIAB. And I see you've had an announcement as well this afternoon. I uh, I do have I did have an announcement this afternoon. I am now a trustee of the BII, which I'm incredibly proud of. So nice to be joining you on the team. Um, thanks for that, Jackie. That's really clear um, and gives us a good idea of what who you are and what you do. So you know you, you've seen these blogs before, so you know that it's a, it's the three questions that that I want to ask you. And obviously, because you do so much coaching and mentoring, I want you to talk about the businesses that you work with, as well as obviously what you're doing yourself. So. The first one is, you know, what, what's the current situation that yourself and businesses you're working with find themselves in? You know, what were the immediate effects uh, of the coronavirus um, outbreak? Well, interestingly, I mean, uh, my background is I've had 20 years in um, at board level within hospitality, working with a series of different sort of businesses. And that's put me in really good stead personally and also to help uh, the clients sort of that I'm working with. But I set up Turn the Key in 2018, so it's still a very young and sort of new, new business. And I've just had my best quarter from setting that business up. And, um, you know, client engagement has been at its peak. And also the clients I've been working with have commissioned lots more work. So I might have just started off with a sort of coaching contract. And a lot of the work I do spans from three to uh, 12 months working with those sort of clients. And for me, the immediate effect and the knock-on effect is the effect my clients have felt is that on the, um, the Monday that Boris made his sort of announcement, within 24 hours of that, both for lots of my clients and myself, about 80% of my income, I could see falling away either in terms of being postponed, because I do key speaking events or conferences and what have you, or being cancelled because my client's focus has been it was cash and costs, thinking about their clients and sort of their teams in the immediate sort of crisis. That so I think the, the pace that it unfolded was quite obviously for everyone sort of unprecedented. I think fortunately for me, I'd made quite a lot of bigger the bigger investments I needed to make in the business I'd already made in terms of it being sort of a new a new business. Um, and my business can I guess be quite lean because it's usually me <laughs> in terms of being out there sort of, of working. But of course, that's not been the case. So many of my clients have got large teams working for them and their concern and difficulty for them was balancing cash and people and their teams. I think that's probably the biggest sort of challenge that they had. Um, so 
So yeah, so I found myself on Monday the 9th training 15 people on effective leadership with a fabulous business and leader who's very open to change. On Friday, holding a strategy workshop. And by then we were cautious. We realised there might be an issue. And we did that via Zoom. And that was massively sort of effective to really on the 17th on the Tuesday um, that lots of my clients had rang and said, our work has just been cancelled. All of our work's been pulled. Um, and we've got no pipeline to the coming down the track. Okay. So my work's continuing. Um, and I'm sort of doing that, but the other work, I think, obviously drastically has sort of uh, dropped away. Um, right. Well, and so how how can you as a business, as you know, as Turner Key, how can you adapt and, and, and what do you plan to do differently? Because, uh, and, and also obviously the clients, I mean, obviously we, we all know that pub bar and restaurant groups, you know, just aren't. Um, there at the moment unless they're doing delivery and even that you know it's not really a sustainable option that, that's going to bring in the same kind of cash as they used to so what adaptations have you made and what kind of effects on your business have those adaptations had to be honest in the first instance like most of my clients we we're probably in shock I mean I um I'm much older than you, Katie, and uh, I was around in the 70s and we had two previous times our pubs had to close one was because the Ansel's uh, draymen went on strike and we couldn't get any beer. Mm. Um, so we had to get competitors' beer in on the counter, which was pretty shocking. But the second instance that was much more serious that happened was the Birmingham pub bombing. So I was living in pubs because most of my parents were sort of licensees. And I guess from some perspective, I had to draw on a lot of that. And also the um, fortunate time I had to sort of working, I guess, at board level with the team. But timing has been really important for me with the people I work with because they've been crisis management. So my initial um, availability was just to be there for them. So a lot mm. of the coaching that I do is about listening and helping with critical thinking and sort of problem solving. And and from that point, really, all of that became free of charge. You know, people were in crisis and really needed, needed help. So I think that was the first instance. And I guess not to just run up and develop and do new things, because I didn't really know how it was going to pan out and what the clients would actually need. And their focus had to be cash flow and their, and their team really to put that into place. So I sort of decided not to be a nuisance, but to make myself available. And some people sort of, you know, sort of really took me up on that and took time to sort of talk, you know, to talk things through. So the, the critical timing is when's the right time to again, start talking again to clients and listening and trying to adapt and think about really what I want to do. Um, and that's starting to happen now. A lot of the furloughings happen because, again, most of my clients have, have got teams and they're really just getting over the bruises of doing that. And, I've, and it's working with them to get the right time to think longer term. And that, I think the next couple of weeks are going to sort of see that see that happen, having spoken to a few people sort of this week. And my focus yeah. and usefulness is how do I help those business and individuals to be match fit, to be ready for what's going to come down the track and be responsive yeah. and adaptive. So what's going to be the new norm for us all because it will be yeah. different certainly from my and, perspective well that takes me very neatly onto my final question for you then which um if you have a crystal ball mystic meg what is the new norm what does the future hold for turn the key and for the clients that you're working with how's it going to be different um i think my sense is that um 
I I'd already made some adaptions into how I was working. So I tend to work longer term and I don't do one off fixes of just workshops. So I developed quite a lot of programs and those programs included one to one, um, either face to face and on Zoom uh, mm. with individuals and also the group work I was doing. I was also doing Zoom accountability calls on, for example, the boardroom program. Uh, which was my uh, program that I devised to support senior women in the sector, mm -hmm. specifically their needs. Um, so, for example, the boardroom program and it's um, uh, the majority of what we're doing can sort of continue. So we can do some of that um, online and then push some of it a, a little bit sort of further back. Um, so I'd already sort of made some adaptions and also for me it was important for it to be accessible and cost effective. So I do a lot of work with individuals who pay for themselves and don't rely on their business for career and leadership effectiveness. Okay. Um, so at this point already, um, I would say I was a bit more competitive maybe compared to some of the other sort of learning development and gave value for money. So I'm, I'm very accessible. So when people have got going on, they can ring me and we can sit and sort of, you know, and talk those through. So I think I'd already done quite, quite a bit of that. Um, but what I have done in the interim in terms of adapting is I have developed some sort of free of charge initiatives that are very much focused around behavioural mindsets, which again is, is a lot of the work that I tend to do. So next week, we're kicking off uh, Time to Thrive, which is a Couch to 5K group um, uh, that we're going to do sort of weekly um, socialising online and people will physically go out and do their own training. But it's all about just getting us ready and match fit for sort of what, what's coming up sort of further down the line. And I'm looking to have a look at um, some brilliant women online to so some light versions because I've got two of clients. I've got those that will be furloughed and they're mm. saying, oh, my God, we've got time. We never have time. And a lot of them are operators. That's very fearful for an operator. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm working with them to say, well, how do we make that time most productive so you can be even more effective? And I've bruised. I've yeah. even seen a where there's been fabulous leadership out there from some of the leaders, um, as well as the fabulous collaborative work that's been going on with uh, people like Kate at UK Hospitality. But there's been some quite poor decisions that I think emotionally have been quite harmful to the people I work with. And their question do we want to be with this business long term because of the actions that they've taken? I know it's unprecedented. But when they see their thoughts making great decisions and they don't do the same. Yeah. Um, so I'll be designing some um, some uh, sort of two hour type workshops focusing on teamwork, cohesiveness and uh, leadership and effectiveness in the long term. But I do worry that um, learning and development will be um, last on the priority list in terms of investment after this. My sense is if we're looking at six months from Hopefully it will be 12 months, but I suspect for I guess people in my service provision, I think it could be a year to two years before businesses really go back to prioritise and investing mm. in people because they're trying to make the balance sheets work and, uh, and the cost of doing that. So uh, it will be important to adapt and offer something new and different. Um, I think it's just uh, deciding what's the right, you know, what are the priorities going to be coming out of the other things? Is it effectiveness, is it team working? And drawing on some of the brilliant things that are happening, like flexible working and working from home. And, you know, I think how we work will change drastically the other end. So 
it's been ready to see what that those changes are and how we can adapt to provide the right service for our clients i think excellent Jackie Moody McNamara, thank you so much for your time. Really, really appreciate you coming on and, and giving it to us. Um, and I will see you on the flip side and maybe I'll have a chat with you about one of those, uh, one of your courses. That'd be possibly a good idea.